For 30 years now, Hinduism Today has been telling the modern-day story of global Hinduism, covering the people and projects, the issues and institutions that move and shake the Hindu world. When you open this newest issue of Hinduism Today, get ready for some seriously good reading. Those editors in Hawaii have teamed up to create yet another How Do They Keep This Up magazine, full of savvy reporting, lucid writing, and wowy photographs. We begin with publisher Bodhinathan Valen Swami's take on blind faith, informed conviction, and personal realization. Faith is central to all the world's religions. Webster's Dictionary defines religious faith as unquestioning belief in God and the religious tenets that does not require proof or evidence. The Hindu view of faith is somewhat different. This is because in Hinduism, faith is not a static state. Rather, it is constantly deepening through personal experience and growth. The spiritual truths of Sanatana Dharma, initially accepted without proof, are ultimately proved through personal experience. The focus of many religions is on helping those with no faith in God to believe in God. For Western faiths, belief in God is the beginning and the end of the process. Once you have come to believe in God, there is nothing more to do. Your salvation is assured. However, in Hinduism, belief is only the first step. Hindus want to move beyond just believing in God to experiencing the divine for themselves. Did you ever hear of friendship evangelism? Well, all around the world, Christians are being trained to use the bonds of friendship to convert Hindus. In his bold opinion piece, Malaysian Marutu Dharmalingam shares his personal and somewhat traumatic experiences. He writes, I was just 21 when I enrolled in a Kuala Lumpur medical school in 2001. My mother was terminally ill and hospitalized, and she died the following week. I was grieving and depressed, and upperclassmen were assigned as fosters to help us freshmen. One foster started giving me attention and soon became my closest campus friend, developing a three-year relationship during which he tried his best to convert me to Christianity. This YouTube clip shows two teenage Christian girls trying unsuccessfully to convert their good friend Saraswati. You believe in God, right? Well, of course. God is God. Hinduism is a, is a great thing. So you want to go to hell? I do not believe in hell. Okay, just let God inside of you. Like, you're not a bad person, but it's just... You just need try. You're going down the wrong. I can talk to you, but I just, I don't know if we can be like friends. What? It was nice meeting you. Yeah. Oh, nice meeting you're you. leaving? Yeah. Why are you leaving me? Well, I mean, you know, you said we can be friends. Well, well this was fun. Bye. 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 Our main article explores the life and teachings of Sri Swami Gopal Sharan Devacharya, our 2009 Hindu of the Year. Raised in an ashram from childhood, Swamiji has grown to become a global leader of the Nimbarka Sampradaya, the inspirer of over 70 temples, and the builder of an ashram outside of New Delhi that is a dharmic oasis and citadel. 
Since his 104-year-old guru died in 2007, Swami has traveled almost constantly, inspiring devotees everywhere. Meg Gupta says, Guruji has followers and devotees from all corners of the world. Still, he has time to make a phone call to me, talking about subjects that concern me. He calls me from India or even UK if he has not heard from me in a while. Swami Gopal Charan is a spiritual leader that you will be hearing more about as his good works reach out beyond India. For years now, the editors of Hinduism Today have worked to correct the glaring flaws in the United States school textbooks. Two lessons have been released, one covering India's ancient period and a second exploring the period from 300 to 1100 CE. The October issue, we released the third lesson, a 16-page overview of the period between 1100 and 1850, a period that academics regard as difficult to research and harder still to get right. India and Hindus suffered horrific attacks during this period, which is why most historians gloss over the massive slaughters and the brutal reign of outsiders who had no love of Hinduism. Clinging to community, temples, and to their faith, Hindus responded by embracing a heart-transforming devotion and ushering in the Bhakti movement. Its heroes were Mirabai, Shivaji, and many, many others. The arts such as painting, music, dance, and architecture, so essential to every culture, flourished during this time. Fresh ideas appeared and blended with old traditions, allowing artists to express the culture, thoughts, and emotions of the time in beautiful and uplifting works. The Indian government stays away from churches, synagogues, and mosques, but loves to manage Hindu temples. Our story reveals the intrigues, accusations, and protests surrounding a government takeover of Chidambaram Temple an important pilgrimage center which enshrines Shiva as the dancing Nataraja and which had until now averted government intervention. For Saivites, this is the holiest shrine of all, the center of the universe. Once there were 3,000 priests here, called Dikshitars, serving as the hereditary owners and administrators of Chidambaram but today only 300 remain with their families. Their duties may be divine, but their plight is pitiable, most earning a few dollars a day, all overworked and struggling. The Dikshitar's future is unsettled. How their heritage will survive, only Nataraja knows. Turn to the Insights section, and you'll discover the masterful work and personal account of Dr. Stephen Heiler, who visited countless villages to bring us an insider's tale of rural life, religious practice, and family in his honoring the spirit of community. Ever seen the giant guardians outside of Indian villages or the popular tree shrines and wondered just what they represent? It's all here, how villagers live in communion with the spiritual world how their Grama Devatas protect them, 
and in fact are thought to be the very spirit of the village. In our features, Trishul Siddharthan talks about how young Hindu Americans are finding their faith while confronting the pressures of life. Global Dharma tells of a controversial Burger King ad, how the U.S. is trying to regulate yoga teachers, and gay rights in India. Vidya Manohar gives her motherly advice on how to reduce the influence of Christmas in your family. And our digital Dharma page talks about Hinduism on Facebook and Twitter. Our Quotes and Quips page brings us some spiritual insights, along with a cartoon about a seeker and a sage. You can find us online and in print. Just go to www.hinduismtoday.com.